This is A Fresh Agenda. Conversations to connect your productivity and creativity and generate your deepest work. Here's your host, Christina Mendonza. This is A Fresh Agenda, where we chat with innovators, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders. I'm Christina Mendonza. Welcome to this tiny spot in the podcast universe. Glad to have you here for a while. This podcast is about having some deeper and more positive conversations on topics of creativity and motivation to explore how people create or build their businesses or innovate in their industries. And this is episode number 79. We're going to talk today to Micah Kearns. Micah is a graphic designer, but he's also the founder of the Sacramento version of a group that, well, celebrates failure. The group is called F-Up Nights. And when the interview starts, you won't be hearing us use the PG version. We'll be using definitely the R version. So if you happen to be listening to this episode with kids in the car, or you just have a uh, revulsion to that four-letter word, uh, you might want to skip this episode. So I found FF Nights through some hysterical Instagram posts. I started seeing their stuff pop up in, in my feed. And their feed is a series of things just going horribly wrong for people, usually in a funny way. And sometimes there'll be some motivational quotes as well. But we all know that failure can teach us about things, and it's a, it's a major way that many people learn. But hearing about other people's failure can also teach us about things. So think of this like a, a TED Talk, but about total failure. And if you Google it, you'll see the global website, which says it's the business that crashes and burns, the partnership deal that goes sour, the product that has to be recalled, the failures in full, ugly, raw, and real detail, which often can be comedic as well. Uh, First, a word about my sponsor, though. MyCECourse.com is a multimedia educational option for state compliance, professional growth, and engagement. The courses are deep dives into specialized subjects while meeting all curriculum and legal requirements. The custom LMS platform allows certification with the nation's most respected HR, legal, and state insurance agencies with a team of attorneys, insurance professionals, and award-winning broadcast personalities We make continuing education both informative and interesting with relatable, reliable, and targeted storytelling. Now, we just finished an educational documentary on sex trafficking. It's been picked up by several trade groups, and our documentary on sexual harassment was just endorsed by the California Dental Board. It's education that's relevant and compliant and interesting. It's mycecourse.com. All right, let's get to our interview. Micah Kearns is the local founder of a global movement called Fuck Up Nights. Here's our conversation about failure, how to get comfortable with it, how to enjoy it with friends, have a drink with it, and mostly how to learn from it. Fuck Up Nights started in 2012 in Mexico City when uh, uh, the founders, um, you know, were just a group of friends sitting on a rooftop wondering why people weren't talking about failure in business. You know, everybody is so focused on talking about the um, the success stories, um, analyzing success, trying to figure out how to drive towards success. And, um, you know, all of these stories of failures kind of fell by the wayside. And they really saw a value in taking these stories and sharing them uh, to destroy the stigma of failure as a bad thing. Um, because honestly, when you are willing to take the risks necessary 
to succeed, sometimes you're going to fail. Like nobody has a 100% success rate. And so if you're pushing yourself to reach your goals and um, you're really trying to find out what you're capable of, you are going to have some failures along the way. Right. And it's all about um, acknowledging those, accepting those, and kind of telling other people that it's okay. Right. And, you know, we've heard from like, okay, you hear Bill Gates and you hear other, you know, huge people that are titans of business and they'll do a graduation speech and they'll they'll talk just kind of around the subject about their failures, just acknowledging that they have had failures. But getting into the weeds and actually hearing the down and dirty story about how something got totally fucked up. Um, it, that there has to be some not only some value in that, but humor in it as well. Absolutely. The, um, you know, the levity surrounding these stories that are being shared is is just terrific. I mean, it makes it really entertaining because I, I think that people relate so strongly to other people's stories saying like, oh, my God, I can't believe you went through that or I can see that happening to me. Um, or something similar to that happened to me once, and I never told anybody about it, but you hear you are sharing it. I, I think there's like a almost almost a pressure release that happens um, when these stories get told that, you know, causes people to uh, to laugh and be entertained as well. So you said that the concept started in Mexico. So tell me how you got involved. Why, why were you drawn to this? <laughs> Interestingly enough, Fuck Up Nights was sort of born out of... Um, one of the most difficult periods of my life after um, some fuck-ups and, um, you know, lousy occurrences of my own. I went through a surprise divorce in 2018 um, and then got laid off from my job within a month and then um, had just a number of other things kind of like pile on all at one time. I was completely spinning and needed something that I could throw myself into that um, I felt was, uh, how do I say this? Positive. I mean, because so many people in that circumstance, I mean, Mike, I have to tell you, we do stories all the time about the suicide rate that is just off the charts these yeah. days and the, the use of antidepressants. And, and people are are having a hard time coping. So for you to say, I'm going to turn this into something that might benefit other people, I mean, what in you, what existed within you that made you turn it into something more positive? I was actually just talking to somebody about this yesterday, um, that I I think that is one of the things that really needs to be um, talked about more in society, is that like, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a small business owner, um, you're right. The, the cases of depression and suicide and um, anxiety and all of these things piled around the trials and tribulations of being, um, you know, an entrepreneur uh, really need to be addressed. And so I think that taking what happened to, um, to me and then turning it into something positive and saying, like, hey, here's this uh, this organization called Fuck Up Nights. Um, I heard about it from a friend. And he was telling me about uh, a fuck up night that he went to in another city. And uh, I went to their website to see if there was anything, um, any events that were happening around Sacramento. And when I saw that there weren't any events, there's this big button on the bottom of the website that says, want to bring fuck up nights to your city? Click here. Um, I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect uh, for, you know, what I'm going through at the time. But then also it's just a message that like really resonates strongly with me that I want to share with other people. Okay, so how many of these nights have been in Sacramento so far, and what's been the what's been the feedback? Um, there's been three so far. It started in October, um, and then we had one in November and January, and then the fourth one is scheduled for uh, Monday, March 9th. 
uh, the feedback was amazing uh, right out of the gate. I was pretty open about not necessarily knowing what I was doing for the first one. Um, it's I've, I've organized events before and I've done public speaking before, but this was really a format that I was unfamiliar with. And so I was like nervous that my hands were shaking. I, you know, there, a whole bunch of things went wrong with the event. And then afterwards, I got just like tons of amazing feedback. Like it really resonated with people and they were really touched by the messages. They really um, appreciated the thought that went into the uh, the different aspects of the event because there's like, you know, some uh, other parts of the event um, I just heard from dozens of people saying that they absolutely loved it. They loved the message. They loved the format. They loved how entertaining it was, but how real and transparent it was also. How do you get people to um, tell their stories? I mean, it, you know, I, I was thinking, <laughs> like, if I were to tell my biggest, most embarrassing story, you know, in a public forum, uh, th- that would be difficult to do, especially if you're kind of a private person. So how do you convince people to share? Absolutely. Um, You know, there's a lot of people that I've had um, talks with about potentially being speakers, and um, we talk, and they say, oh, yeah, I have uh, some great stories, but I really can't be on stage and tell people this. You know, it's just too embarrassing for them. Um, But at the same time, I think that, you know, it's been surprisingly easy to find people that see the therapeutic aspects and public benefits of sharing stories like this that say, you know, I'm in a good place now. I've, I've moved, um, I've worked through it and moved past the ramifications of this particular story. And they're uh, at a point that they're comfortable sharing it. Mm-hmm. And not only that, but I, I think that at, at a certain point when you've moved past a terrible, but really, really good story, there's a certain novelty to sharing it anyway. And they say like, I know that other people are going to benefit from this and they, they want to contribute to this kind of dichotomy shift and this mis- mission of, um, getting rid of the stigma of failure so it's it's their way of contributing and um, people seem to be usually pretty eager to contribute tell me about the upcoming event that you have in march like who's going to be there and what were their reactions when you asked them to participate so the next event um, is monday march 9th at 6 30 p.m it's going to be at the crest theater on k street my speakers will be david garibaldi um Chadi Dunmore, uh, Jenna Breslin, and Evan DeMarco. And honestly, I was, I think it was after the third event, David Garibaldi's manager actually approached me and said that uh, David was really, really interested in uh, what I was doing. And, and he, so he approached me to speak, which I was just blown away by that, in, you know, when people have stories and all of a sudden they see a format to share those stories for a you know, a positive benefit. People are now starting to approach fuck up nights and say, hey, um, when can I speak? And then Evan DeMarco, um, Jenna Breslin, and Chadi Dunmore all came as a package deal and, and said, hey, we have stories too. We would love to be on stage and share these stories. And um, again, you know, really saw the positive aspects of it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that we're kind of hitting a point of, you know, people are starting to recognize the name and hear about it. And, um, you know, the social media has been growing uh, pretty quickly. There are um, more and more people coming forward and saying, hey, how do I how do I share my story? How has planning this, uh, seeing it take off, how has it helped you kind of overcome maybe some of the issues that you grappled with, but also, I mean, as this whole new business for you? Absolutely. Um, it's been really surprising and overwhelming in a good way. It has been tremendously impactful in my own life because 
I'm surrounded by, you know, this ethos every single day is, hey, fuck ups happen, um, mistakes happen, failure happens, and you just have to work through it. And it's not that big of a deal. And it's a stepping stone to success. And all you have to do is learn from your failure and then do better next time. And so because my you know, life is now saturated with uh, these messages, it has been tremendously beneficial for me. And I find myself being a lot more um, gentle and patient and supportive of myself and then also of the people around me. Mm, that's so nice. I've, I've really, really loved like having, you know, this is my message. This is my business now that um, I get to take this really thoughtful, supportive message. And it's my job to, to spread this. So I've, I've absolutely been loving it. Give me some examples of some of the stories you've heard. They don't have to be your stories necessarily. And you don't have to even reveal whose stories they are. But some of the more interesting things you've heard. David Garibaldi, um, Evan DeMarco, Jenna Breslin, and uh, Chadi Dunmore have amazing stories. And I was just, I was like floored when I was on the phone with them um, talking about what they were thinking about presenting. And they told me their stories. And I'm like, I can't believe you went through that. I can't believe you survived that. This is an amazing story. And I can't wait to share it. Um, But at the same time, I obviously don't want to... you know, let the cat out of the bag before they have a chance to present it themselves on stage. Right, right. Um, we don't want to hear those. But, I mean, have there been some past ones? Have they been mostly, like, personal stories or, or things in business, like decisions they made or things that went horribly wrong? <laughs> they've, uh, they've all been professional stories. So one thing about Fuck Up Nights is that uh, they really focus on stories of professional failure. You know, sometimes there's some personal failure um, thrown in, to that just because uh, a lot of these stories have multiple levels to the particular kind of uh, failure that the person went through. But at the same time, we try to avoid anything that's like overtly a personal story because that ends up being um, a, a little too dark or too personal and oftentimes kind of doesn't have the entertainment value that professional stories do. So we, we try to keep it a, a professional business-related event. And so stories, the interesting thing is, is that there, there's been a good mix of stories where people have made mistakes themselves. They've made terrible decisions. They um, overlooked something. But then there's also been a lot of stories which, you, you know, are just acts of nature where Something went completely wrong. They got totally blindsided by something that they didn't anticipate. And, you know, those stories can be very valuable and entertaining, too, just to say you can't anticipate everything. And if you, you know, totally get nailed by something that's outside of your scope of vision, then, you know, that that sucks. But it's it's okay, and it does happen. And this is a great lesson to move on. Mm Mm-hmm. What would be like some of the surprising lessons you've learned or something that surprised you about this experience of running this this speaker series? Things that I've learned in particular over the course of the last six months, I would say that the amount of work it takes to get an event organized like this is, um, you know, there's a lot of moving pieces. There's a lot of people involved. It's like herding cats. <laughs> and um, and so that has been sort of a surprise. But at the same time, I kind of developed some organizational systems to stay on top of it. Team building, you know, finding, finding the right people to build a team and have uh, reliable help has been also kind of a really interesting process. It's It's been difficult finding people that have the um, 
capacity or like not the capacity, but the um, the bandwidth to jump in and help with fuck up nights. And so that's something that I'm still sort of um, I don't want to say struggling with, but definitely working on is um, kind of assembling a team of like three or four core people and then a team of volunteers for the actual day of the event Mm -hmm. has been uh, kind of one of my larger challenges so far and finding sponsors. There's I've, I've been very, very lucky finding some um, really terrific uh, sponsors that have in kind or, you know, give in kind donations. So just building the business has been a challenge for you. I mean, have you learned anything in some of the speaker stories that have helped you avoid some mistakes along the way? Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. Um, so one of my first speakers was David Flanagan, the owner of Misfit Agency. Um, and his story kind of revolved around this chain of uh, auto shops that he opened called Red Rocket that, um, you know, was in Sacramento 10, 15 years ago. He said that because he has this design and marketing background that he really loved doing all the design and marketing and branding and, you know, the PR for this company. But then when his partner got sick and had to leave the company, all of a sudden he was stuck running a company by himself and he had absolutely no idea how the core service of the company ran. Like he didn't know anything about cars. He didn't know anything about running a car shop. And so the company ended up falling apart and, um, you know, going bankrupt because he didn't have experience in the core aspects of the business. He just liked the, you know, marketing and branding and kind of public side of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so his, his message really was like, only get involved in businesses where you are knowledgeable and deeply interested and passionate um, about what you're doing. And, and not only that, but like, you know, make sure that no matter what you're doing in the business, you, if you're going to own a business, you need to know what is happening in all aspects of it. Even if you're not the one actually executing the stuff, you need to know what's happening. And I thought that was a tremendously valuable message and something that has affected how I've been building, you know, trying to build a team for Fuck Up Nights because I really like the marketing and design and PR and social media, but the, you know, throwing the events and the the message and ethos of Fuck Up Nights is something that I really am deeply passionate about. So when I do build a team, I want to make sure that I find people that also not only enjoy what their aspects of the job are, but also have that same passion around the message and really like what the overall company is striving for. Um, but then also, as I build the team, I want to make sure that, you know, I do a good job of delegating things to people, but then also kind of staying aware of what's happening and not giving something to somebody and and having them run with it, but then kind of losing track of what's actually going on. Well, it doesn't so, sound like you're having any problems attracting speakers, but is there someone on your list, someone that you're like, oh, I'd love to get this particular <laughs> person to come to fuck up nights? Potential speakers would be uh, Kevin Johnson. Um. You know, former mayor, former NBA star, I used to collect his basketball cards when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And to to see his NBA career and then political career. And then now, um, you know, I live in Oak Park and I go to Oak Park Brewery and Fixins and um, a bunch of the businesses that he's involved with. Um, and I so I know that he's kind of kept quiet after after his political career but at the same time he's he's really starting to build businesses around oak park i know he has lots and lots and lots of stories uh i don't know what he would be comfortable in sharing and 
Um, but at the same time, I think that he would be just a really not only entertaining but high draw but then also there's an aspect of like you know when you stand up in front of a a large crowd of people and say like hey here's a story i fucked up um there's a realness about it that i think would be really um valuable Mm -hmm. like i said i don't know exactly which uh stories he'd be willing to share um so he's on your list kevin johnson anyone else greta gerwig would be uh an absolutely incredible opportunity if if she was ever willing to um get on stage and maybe talking about her early uh filming making career um you know maybe there were some interesting stories and fuck-ups that happened during you know the filming of ladybird uh or just really anything. I think that she'd be a, a really captivating speaker with um, really good stories that I'd be interested in talking to. You're on this list, by the way. I am. I, I, do, have a, <laughs> I, I do have a physically written out list of um, potential speakers, and you are on this list. Wow. So I, I have a feeling that you probably have some stories that you'd be willing to share. I think maybe I do. Okay, we're going to have to talk about that. All right. Well, this has um, been so fun. I am, um, I, I'm a fan. I've been following you on social media since you, you started up. So it's been fun to watch the growth of that. I absolutely love, uh, whoever's handling your socials. I love all of the fun stuff that, and content that you have up on, uh, Instagram in particular. Um, but I just, uh, I wish you well. I think this is so valuable and I love the story of how you got here. Just, you know, where you were in your life and the difficult circumstances you were dealing with and how you chose to deal with them. Because I think right there is a valuable lesson for anyone who's going through difficult times. Yeah, absolutely. You know, finding something you're passionate about and just throwing yourself into it to keep your head above water, I think is a tremendously valuable thing to do. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate the opportunity. And um, I very much hope you're at the next event and I would love to talk to you about uh, potentially speaking sometimes well. All right. We will, we shall chat. So tell us, um, tell people where they can find more information about Fuck Up Nights. Uh, if people want to find out more about um, Fuck Up Nights, they can go to our Instagram page at Fuck Up Nights Sack. Um, and there's a link at the top of the page um, where they can find information about the next event and tickets. Excellent. Micah, thank you again so much. Uh, looking forward to talking to you more and looking forward to watching uh, this whole concept grow. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Micah Kearns. Now, in the show notes below, you'll find his contacts, and the next night will be March 9th in Sacramento. But there are many other cities with F-Up Nights as well. So thanks again for being here. Don't forget about your mandatory training needs. Check out mycecourse.com. Tell your HR manager about it. It's already the training company of preference for many government agencies and companies. And don't miss the KFBK Morning News, Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to 9 a.m. Sam, Shane, and me. We're just two journalists with about six decades of news experience between us talking about news with you every morning. It's very different kind of morning news program, perspective, depth, analysis, and fun. So if you're in Sacramento, it's at 93.1 FM or 1530 a.m. or anywhere in the world on the iHeartRadio app under KFBK. Thanks so much for being here. I'm Christina Mendonca. This has been a fresh agenda. Let's stay connected. Conversations to connect your productivity and creativity. This is a fresh agenda.